Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're doing a deep dive into newlywed money moves. Hey guys, all right, so I had a, a recent question from a listener who wanted me to kind of go on a deep dive into newlywed money moves, you know, kind of past the stuff that we've talked about and really into a little bit more meat. So I thought about this for a while and I thought about, okay, how do I want to approach this? Because I obviously have a ton of information about um, newlywed and money. I've done it twice in my life. And um, the second time, I think I did it actually a lot better than the first time, but uh, the second time I had a lot more wisdom, which is normally what happens. So I wanted to just talk about really like my real life experiences and then, you know, couple that with the money expertise I have 
and try to go a little bit deeper into this subject, all right? So if you're our newlywed or if you're gonna get married soon, or heck, even if you're married now or in a relationship, you don't have to be married, um, hopefully you'll get a lot out of this podcast and it'll at least make you think about different things relating to money. Not all of these things obviously uh, always apply to everybody. And that's the cool thing I think about, you know, this podcast and about the advice that I give is that, you know, you can really like pick and choose what you think will work for you. And you can try on different things and say, ah, this didn't really work for me or, oh, oh yeah, this actually really did work for me. Um, so, you know, take everything I say with a little bit of a grain of salt. I do have actually a lot of experience in this area and I spend a lot of my time actually, uh, doing money coaching sessions with couples who are either getting married or newly married, or even couples who've been, um, in a relationship for a really long time. And, you know, things around money is just, it's just not working really well. And I think that's what like most couples come up against because, like money is the subject that we don't want to talk about. And we either have like shame or we have regret or, you know, those like silly voices in the back of your head saying like, oh my God, you made this mistake or you did this and it was so stupid and you don't want to admit it to your partner or your spouse. We all have those, right? We all have those like things that, that are stuck in our head. They're just like lodged there. And no matter what we do, we can't like unlodge these stupid things. And what happens then is it creates conflict in a relationship. And so we start like uh, hiding money or we start like uh, not admitting to certain things or maybe like we're sloppy with how we manage our money and we don't want our partner to know that. You know, there's all of these these things. And what happens is like when you first get married, you're like in this, this like ridiculous euphoria or you should be right really if you if you just got married you're not in euphoria um you want to check that all right I'm going to tell you like okay you want to be like so madly ridiculously in love with this person that like you're just saying their name over and over again I remember when I got married like uh, uh, this might be a girl thing so (laughs) I'll have to preface that. But like all throughout the day, I was just like, Jeff, 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 Jeff. I mean, it was it was so stupid, but it was like in my head. And then I would say my name and I would say my name with his last name. And <clears throat> yeah, it's it was ridiculous, right? But you need that. Like you need that euphoria because it's a lot of work to like, even if you've been living together for a while, there's something about like marriage or serious commitment or, you know, combining your money and stuff like that, that is, that is tricky. And it's really not for the faint of heart. And I don't want to discourage you. Like if you're engaged and you're thinking like, oh my gosh, like, is this going to happen to me? It is going to happen to you in some form. In some form, you're going to have kind of like an awakening about either your own money, how you handle your own money, or, you know, how you're going to do it as a couple. So I just kind of want to preface this discussion with that. All right, so let's start deep diving. Uh, the first point is, you know, you have a past and I have a past. So however we were in our past, it doesn't define how we're going to be in the future. And I think that's something like really important to know. Like I said, you know, maybe you're not great at handling your money, right? But you should be able to come to your partner or your spouse and say, all right, okay, I'm raising my hand. Like I kind of suck at this money thing. 
And if you can do it better, maybe you want to do it for both of us. So there's nothing wrong with admitting that you have a weakness. There's also nothing wrong with saying like, hey, I got my money stuff like in check pretty good. You know, I, I there's a lot I need to learn, but I think I can do this pretty well. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being like uber positive about your situation either. And, you know, we all make money decisions kind of in a silo when we're alone. No one's there to judge us. No one's there to critique us. There are choices. So if we want to blow um, $200 on cocktails one night out with our friends, nobody cares, right? Nobody's the wiser. Nobody has to know what our bank account balance is. It, it just doesn't matter, right? But when you're when you're with somebody else, especially when you're newly married, it kind of matters. I mean, it kind of is like a decision that you kind of need to make with your spouse. And so I always tell people like, you're getting married to form this, this team, right? This awesome partnership. And that's really what it should, should be. So you're going from like playing a, a solo sport, like you're going from playing, you know, like in Wibbledon in the tennis match to playing like in the NBA playoffs in a team sport. So you've got to really like, you know, look at your partner that way and, and be able to have these, these frank discussions that aren't going to be easy, but that you need to have in order to figure this stuff out. And life is not, is not linear. So, you know, it's, it's really like you're driving down a canyon road. You know, like when I first learned to drive in Los Angeles, the very first day I was in driver's training, they took me down this road called Laurel Canyon, which if any of you listening know what it's like, it is literally like you curve right, you curve left, you curve right, you curve left. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So like as a new driver, I'm like, oh, I don't know how much to turn my wheel. And, you know, and then you can only go like 30 miles per hour or 35 miles per hour or whatever that ridiculous speed limit is. So I'm going downhill and I'm trying to do all these turns. And the driver instructor is like keeping me at 35 miles per hour. People are like honking. People are like flicking me off. You know, they're not patient drivers here in Los Angeles. <laughs> but it just, it proves a point that, you know, when you're, when you're driving like that, you've got to stay awake and you've got to stay alert to the twists and turns. And the same thing in, in your marriage, especially when you first get married, it, it's not going to be like a straight wide open country road. You're going to have all these twists and turns and, you know, having a strong partnership will really help you kind of weather the storm. And the worst decision you can make is to not talk about money at all in depth before or at least right after you get married. Now, I'm not talking about like, oh, hey, um, where do you have your checking account? Oh, hey, oh, you have a points travel credit card? That's really cool. That's not the discussion I'm talking about, all right? Like, I'm talking about this discussion where you sit down, maybe you need a free few cocktails for some gumption. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you sit down, it's like, all right, we're gonna have the talk of all talks, right? We're just gonna like get it all out and we're gonna come up with our plan because when you come up with your game plan, I'll use my last name there, when you come up with your game plan, it makes this stuff so much easier. Yeah, sure, there's gonna be stuff that falls apart. Yeah, always, there's always gonna be stuff that falls apart. But, you know, that's the purpose of having any kind of plan, a career plan or a money plan or a travel plan or you know, whatever plan, you have a plan, you have a strategy in place. 
so what I want you to talk about is, I want you to talk about honestly, what is my credit score? And why is my credit score, whatever the number it is, what have I done really good with my money? What have I maybe not done good with my money? What money questions do I have that I don't know the answers to, all right? How much am I saving each month? How much am I in debt, okay? And I want you to be honest. I know this sucks. Trust me. I know this sucks. But you got to be honest, right? You, you just, you have to be. There has to be like a full disclosure. And the whole point of the person listening, right? Because listening is super key here, is to not judge, is to go, okay, so these are the set of facts that we're dealing with. How do we then as a team want to come up with our money strategy? Because it's not anymore just about me, it's about us together, all right? So, and, and, and what I also want you to really talk about is like, just kind of like money was no object. Um, you know, the most ultimate situation, what do you want money to look like between the two of you? All right. What do you want this to look like? Where do you want your life going? And you don't have to have this all figured out. I realize that you know, it's impossible that our lives are changing so rapidly. But I want you to have just like a really honest discussion about this is what I really want my life to look like. And this is what I'm willing to do for that or not do for that. Because this is like a huge reason why people get divorced and why they fight and why they have affairs and all sorts of nasty stuff. And I have seen it. I, I, I'm i telling you the, the, the honest truth here. I have seen how like marriages crumble so early on because they're just not willing to be really honest about money because it's such a powerful topic. So look, just do yourself a favor, have some uncomfortable conversations, put yourself there, do your best not to judge your spouse or your partner that's telling you their story, you know, love them through it, be compassionate with what they're telling you and then go, okay, here are all the pieces of the puzzle. How are we going to put this puzzle back together? In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC.
The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. All right. You know that I go on and on and on about the budget, but the budget is so important. There was this awesome article. I'm going to put a link in the show notes because I really want you guys to check it out. This awesome article from Esquire magazine, and they did profiles on women and they did profiles on men and all different salaries. And they kind of went through like all of these money questions about, you know, how are they managing their money? How much are they investing? Um, what is their debt? But they also had a really important question. Do you use a budget? And I was like, oh yeah, that's like so awesome because a lot of times we don't talk about that, right? And so you could literally like read through the people that had a budget, talked about like how important it was for them to know their numbers, to know how much they're spending every month, and then how that like freed them up to be able to achieve all these goals. Even the people that weren't making very much money talked about the importance of the budget. And I just... I feel so passionate about this. I feel like this is kind of like my mission is to really make sure that every single millennial out there knows how to budget and knows how to save money because you can do it. You can do it with any amount of money you have. Don't care whether you make a million dollars or whether you make $25,000, right? You can use these tools. You can find ways to save money. You can absolutely do this. But as a couple... This is so critical. Like this is literally your roadmap to achieving your goals and in rebounding from those like money, oh crap moments because they're going to happen. Like you got two people coming together. There's going to be some crap that happens. <laughs> there's going to be one of you that maybe loses your job. Maybe one of you wants to start your own business. Um, I don't know. Maybe something comes up. There's going to be these like, oh crap money moments where you're going to have to work together and the budget is going to be your tool. It is going to be your best friend in helping you do all these things, helping you save money, pay off debt, build wealth, invest, um, you know, buy businesses, whatever it is, whatever your dream is, buy real estate, whatever it is, it is going to come through the budget, all right? 
So if you're not great at budgeting right now, that's okay. Um, there's all sorts of there's all sorts of things that you need to learn about budget. But what I really try and teach you is the simplicity of budgeting, that it doesn't have to be really complex, that you can do it in 20 minutes a month. I'm serious. I spend less than 20 minutes a month and I've coached so many people who I know are using the system and spend less than 20 minutes a month and they have a kick-ass budget. So you can do it. You can absolutely do it. The first month when you get married, that can be the rockiest because you're really trying to establish yourself as a team and you know, it's like maybe you're like in such euphoria that you eat out every night or um, I know that we made this mistake when we first got married, like we wanted to cook everything together because we both love to cook. So like our grocery bill was just ridiculous. I, I, I hate to admit it. I think it was like $900 the first month. And I literally like, I literally like had a panic attack when I added everything up at the end of the month. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. We cannot spend $900 on food. So, you know, it was a real back in process. But so just, you know, the first month can be tricky. It's cool. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. But I want you to work on the budget together. I want you to set goals together and I want you to fully develop those goals, right? So it's not just like, hey, we want to go to Hawaii in August for a vacation. No, 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 no. What I want it to look like is, hey, we want to go to Hawaii in August, right? It's going to cost us $5,000. We've got 2000 saved now. We need to save X amount of month, X amount per month till August to reach that goal. And here is what we're going to do. Here is the shifts that we're going to make in our budget in order to afford that. All right. So that's what I mean, like fully developed goals, like really see them because when you can visualize them and, and you really chart them out, then you can achieve them. I've talked about this, this before, but it's really important you know, who is going to be the day-to-day manager of the money, right? Not everybody on the team can be the coach. That's just not good for the team. If you played any team sports, you know, that just doesn't work really well, right? Someone's got to be the coach, but that doesn't mean the other person is not super important because they are. They are what's going to get your team to the money championship, if you will. And you also need to set like a day and time when you're going to get together each week to chat about money. And this, this doesn't have to be lengthy. I mean, this could be 15 minutes, you know, a week, like Sunday as you're making breakfast or, um, I don't know, before movie night on Friday nights, whatever it is, just, just set a, a time when you're going to come together. And what's going to happen is the money coach is going to go, okay, here are the things that happen in the week. Here's what's coming up. And then the other person is going to talk about like, oh, well, you know, maybe I struggled with this during the week or could we adjust this? Or, hey, I really, I really want to go to Hawaii in August. Can we figure that out? Right. So it's a team sport. Um, And then you also need to figure out like, what is your process going to be when you guys disagree about money? So when you have those fights and even if you follow all the wisdom and, you know, you have what you think is like an airtight system, like there's going to be cracks, right? So when you disagree about money, what's going to be the process, right? Is it um, that you have some code word, you know, like banana or I don't know, monkey, I don't know, I'm being ridiculous, but whatever, that you have some sort of code word that lets the other person know like, 
okay, we're going off track. Like we need to talk about it or, all right, we're fighting about money. Let's just like, let's each go to our corners and then let's come back and regroup. Like just figure out like what works for you guys, all right? So that you won't have something like really silly, like, like, oh my God, he spent $200 on concert tickets. I cannot believe he did that. He knew that we were supposed to go next month to travel. We need that $200. I'm so pissed. So I am just going to let it fester inside of me until I get so big that I'm just going to blow up. Like, that's not what you, I mean, that, that's where you're going to call banana. Really, honestly, it's where you're going to say, all right, banana, let's stop this stuff right now. And I also want you to create a list of all the accounts you have. So passwords, login information, balance, due dates, if this is a joint or a solo account. And I want you to leave it someplace you both can access it. So for instance, we have an Excel document that has all of that information on it. And it's password protected. I know which sounds really silly, but yeah, you actually want to password protect your password document. And then we uh, store it in um, a Dropbox that we both can access. So if something happens to one of us, or let's say we're traveling and we're stuck and the other person needs to pay a bill, whatever it may be, that we have complete transparency and complete access. This is really so super important. And then you want to update it regularly. So if you add a new account or... um, you know, if something gets paid off or whatever, you just want to make a, make a notation in there so the other person knows what the heck is going on. Um, you can use apps. Those are great. YNAB is my favorite. You need a budget. And um, it, it's really seamless for um, two people married to actually work on the same budget together or to at least know what's going on. So apps are your friends. Technology is your friend. Don't be afraid to use these guys. And then lastly, I want you to figure out like for your budget, what is your plan for extra money going to be? Because remember, every cent that you have needs to have a purpose. I know a lot of times people like when I work with them, they'll say, oh, I've got like $500 left at the end of the month. And then of course, like when we actually go through the exercise of knowing your numbers, we figured out that the 500 had actually vanished. Um, But if you have money left at the end of the month, don't just leave it in your account. If you want to leave a little pad, that's fine. Like if you want to leave 500 bucks or a thousand bucks or 250 or whatever it is in your account as a pad, that's cool. That's good, right? But anything over the pad, you need to give it a job. So either it's going towards your goals or it's going in your emergency savings or it's going to pay down debt or something. Use it. Use every penny. And and likewise, every penny that you... Um, or I should say every expense that you're spending money on, it needs a category on your budget, especially when you first start out. I find it super important when you first start out to, if you have like 50 different categories, I love it. Like I'm going to give you a high five because what that means is that you know every single cent that you're spending money on. Too many people come up with like a miscellaneous account and that category will have I mean, you'll throw like the kitchen sink in the miscellaneous category. Well, then it's really hard to figure out, well, what are you actually spending your money on? So try to avoid that little trap, all right? Again, the budget, it's your best friend. It's your best friend, whether you're solo, it's your best friend, whether you're married, in a relationship. I cannot like stress this enough. I got lots of resources on uh, yourmillennialmoney.com, on the YouTube site, Millennial Money TV. 
and I'm actually going to be launching very, very, very soon. So please stay tuned. Um, my course, Master Your Budget in 30 Days, which is just all of my wisdom, all of my tips, all of my tricks on how you can get over this hurdle and, and really learn how to master your budget. You don't need to pay a financial planner thousands of dollars to help you learn how to budget. You can do this yourself, right? And I want to give you those tools and those tips. And as listeners to the podcast, you guys are going to have um, a special offer and all sorts of special goodies that other people don't get because you guys are loyal listeners to this. So if you're struggling with budget, hang on there. Um, I'm, I'm here to help you. But this is so important. A budget has saved me so many times in my life. Like it saved me when I started my first uh, business when I was 19 in college. And uh, until I got funding in, I had to be really creative with my budget. It helped me when I was running my business. I had to be super creative with my budget. Um, it's helped me when money times have been great because it's helped me like really have a clear direction where my money's going. But also like when money has sucked, like when I was getting divorced and I didn't know like which end was up. I, I just, I felt reamed and exhausted and tired, but it was my budget. It was my best friend. And it reassured me like, no, okay, you're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> All right. So use, use your budget. And also guys, it's totally okay. If you're like, I just, I don't know how to figure this thing out. It's cool. Like more props to you. Um, because it's not easy, right? But it can be easy with just a few little tricks. All right, so next let's move on to the foundation. So again, whether you're single or you're married or you're in a relationship or not, the foundation is so key to your overall like money wealth, money situation down the line. What I want you to do first, first, like the day after you get married, is I want you to review all the beneficiary information on your life insurance, your will, your 401k, your IRA, your Roth, your homeownership, all sorts of stuff, right? Make sure that you add your spouse on as a beneficiary and you got to change it right away. Like when you're doing all this name change stuff and all this time consuming stuff that you don't want to do, this is really important. I actually had a friend who um, was 25 years old and her husband accidentally, um, passed away really early on. He had some heart disease that they didn't know and it was so unfortunate and so sad. And they had just gotten married like three months before. And so, I mean, if you can just imagine, it was just a horrible situation. And she came to me and asked me for um, my help because he had had an ex-girlfriend on as the beneficiary of his life insurance policy and hadn't changed it. And unfortunately, what happens when you name a beneficiary on something is it passes directly to that person. So you can't come in and intervene, even if you are a spouse or a brother or a sister or whoever it may be, it goes to that person. And so she lost out on $250,000 in life insurance benefits because they didn't update this information. So just check anything that has a benefit beneficiary designation, make sure you change it. Um, and then also, should you have life insurance? This is a question I get asked all the time. I know I've done a lot of podcasts on life insurance. Term life insurance is super cheap when you're young and you're healthy. You can leverage um, a large amount of money for a really small amount of money per year, per month, however you want to pay. There's some awesome sites now where you can do this all online. 
Uh, Haven Life Insurance and Policy Genius are two of my favorites where you can um, check out, run a quote, and do the whole process on, on, online. Super easy. And it doesn't have to be scary. But term life insurance, it's like renting, right? So you pay your money each month or each year, however you decide to pay it. And you have life insurance, usually for 10 years, 20 years, or 30 years. When that time's up, you're done renting your life insurance. So if you haven't passed away, which I'm praying to God you don't, (laughs) if you haven't passed away in that time period, um, then your insurance expires, right? And you either got to get new life insurance or there's lots of other tips. Um, I'm going to do another episode on life insurance coming up because I'm actually getting a lot of questions about that. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. But do you need life insurance? Well, it's a maybe. It's a maybe. If, if you just got married and um, you have some assets, you have some debt, maybe you own a home or a condo or something like that, it's not a bad idea. And mainly because whenever you get married, like your income, your expenses, excuse me, also increase. So 
you're not just increasing your income, you're also increasing all of these expenses. And you get used to living at kind of a higher um, level of income. And your, your spending goes up and your lifestyle goes up and all sorts of stuff. Well, if one of the spouses were to pass away, that leaves the other spouse really like in a bind, especially if you didn't have, you know, large savings or something like that. And, you know, when you're grieving because you lost a spouse, um, to have money, to be worried about money is just not something that you, that you really want to deal with. So I always suggest, you know, it's something that you should think about. It may or may not be a right fit for you at this time. I get that, but it should be something you think about. And on average, I usually suggest that you get somewhere between eight to 10 times your income. So those are just a few rules of thumb. Like I said, I'll go, I'll go deeper into an episode like all about that in, in maybe a few weeks. Um, another foundation element is disability insurance. And most young people kind of like poo-poo this, but let me ask you this question. What is your biggest asset? If I was to ask you, what is the biggest asset you have? What would you tell me? You might tell me your car or your home or, um, you know, your, your prized like baseball card collection or I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. You're, I'm trying to think of something funny and nothing's coming to mind here. I don't know. Maybe you're a collector of like ice cream scoopers or something, whatever you might tell me that's your biggest asset. But what I'm going to ask you is, isn't your paycheck your most biggest asset? I mean, isn't that the most valuable? Because if you don't have your paycheck, you ain't got nothing, right? You don't have anything to pay for the stuff that you do every month. So protecting that is super important. And with disability insurance, you're actually insuring a percentage of your income. And the stats say that you are far more likely, like a one in four chance under the age of uh, 40 in particular, to suffer from a long-term disability than you are from passing away. It's just the stats. It's, it's really, um, like I said, it's really something that you should think about because let's just think like if you couldn't work for like a year um, or longer, like what would you do, right? I know, it's scary. So if, you, if your company offers disability insurance, like really check it out. Um, you can get a standalone policy, but that's, that's also something that should really be on your like money foundation radar. Of course, you guys know about wills and healthcare power of attorney. I've talked about those over and over again. Uh, listen to the, uh, episode about Prince. I kind of went into depth about that. Those are really key and do those like, you know, just take care of those like right away. Like right when you get married, just knock those puppies out. Emergency fund. Remember now there's two of you, you guys are going to need a larger emergency fund. So make sure that you, you set up some, some real savings goals about that. I even say, just have it auto deducted from your account. Then you don't even have to think about while you're doing that review, your savings, you're aiming for 20% of your take home pay combined for savings. But this also includes like whatever you're saving in your 401ks or your IRA or your Roth, that also includes that amount, right? So, but 20% is kind of like what you're aiming for. Also, I want you to check your health insurance, each of you. Know your co-pays, know your deductibles, know your out-of-pocket max, really important. When you get married, that qualifies actually as an exemption to uh, the healthcare act. So that means that you can actually change your healthcare before uh, open enrollment rolls around if you get married. And you have uh, 60 days in order to do this. 
Also, if you if you have a baby or adopt a child or uh, foster care, these also qualify for the exception. So what you must do when you get married, you must pick a plan by the last day of the month and your coverage can then start on the first day of the next month. Got that? All right. So you want to pick it by the last day of the month you get married in and then your coverage will start the next day. This is now if you're changing healthcare. But I want you to look at, like, does it make sense that you're either on your spouse's health care or you stay on your own? What's best? And only you're going to know that, right? Do you need prescriptions? All of these sorts of things. But you got to know your copay, your deductible, and your out-of-pocket max. Super, super important. I'm also going to put a link to the um, special open enrollment uh, guidelines in the show notes. So be sure and check that out if you think you qualify that for that. And last... God, there are just so many tips that I could say about being a newlywed. I could just go on and on, but I know you guys don't have time for me to go on and on. (laughs) All right, so think like a millionaire, right? We always want to know like, hey, how can we get to that millionaire status? Well, when you get married, you usually have more money, and so you also need to save more money, yes. But, you know, if millionaire status is something like you're, you're dreaming about, there are a couple tips. I want you guys to diversify. And and this means that your money's not all in one bucket. So your money's not all in your 401k or IRA or your Roth savings. It's spread out. And that can look like different things for different people. That can look like a real estate investment. That can look like um, a separate stock portfolio. That could look like uh, starting a business. That could look like um, buying a life insurance policy that builds cash value. Um, that could look like a lot of different things, but what you're trying to do is make sure that all of your money is not in one bucket. So if something happens, um, it's not like, oh crap, (laughs) there goes all of our money. So try to think about diversifying. And when we're talking about investing, you also want to think about like risk tolerance and asset allocation. And those can be different in each of your accounts. So maybe one of you feels riskier And then maybe the other account, you don't want to be as risky, right? Maybe in one account, you want to be, you know, 90% in, um, in stocks. And in the other account, you want to be 60%. So think about those things. Look at how both of you are invested. What are you invested in? What is going to be your overall couple strategy? If you qualify for a Roth, you can add that in as well. You can have a Roth and have a 401k. You can absolutely contribute to both, but you would want to add a Roth in for different tax treatment. Remember, with the Roth, we put in after-tax money, but on the other end, when we retire and we take it out, we take it out tax-free. And our 401k and our IRA is completely the reverse, right? So we get a tax deduction when we put it in, but when we pull that sucker out, we got to pay taxes, So a Roth can be a nice balancing thing. Also to think like a millionaire means living well below your means. Nobody has ever complained about having too much money saved. That is never a complaint that I hear. So save as much money as you can. Like be those people that live below your means. Live in the apartment for a few years longer, even when you can buy the house. Live in a smaller house, even though you can buy a larger house. Buy a car that's not so expensive, even though you can buy the more expensive car, right? Whatever that is for you, live below your means. There is nothing, absolutely nothing to be um, 
or to apologize for to living underneath your means. And take this from me because when I was in my early 20s, I didn't do this. I was not great at this. I thought that I had to have all of these things for people to like me and, you know, for me to feel like I was accomplished. And that's just, that's just BS. I'm going to tell you it's BS. I don't want any of you to make that mistake. All right. Don't get hung up in that. It doesn't mean anything. Who cares what your friends have or don't have? This is about you. This is about your whole entire life trajectory, right? So focus on saving, focus on living beneath your means and let everybody else worry about themselves. But also, in the same breath, have fun, right? But smartly, like use reward credit cards to maximize your benefits. Use negotiation tips to negotiate things like your cell phone bill, your cable bill, uh, your rent deposit, even your rent, all of these things. Like be savvy with it, but have fun with your money, guys. Travel, see the world, um, have really rich experiences, do cool things because that that's really what's going to make you happy. But just do them, you know, smartly, right? Like like all the things I'm trying to teach you about. Um, and and to think like a millionaire. I mean, like if, if we were going to use someone like Warren Buffett, who is like you know the investing god, genius, genius guy, right? He lives in a small home in the Midwest. He could buy he could buy like ten mansions and put them together, and the guy would still have enough money. He could do whatever he wanted with his money and he would still have money left over. But he understands the principle of living below his means. He still enjoys life. Yeah, the guy travels. Yeah, the guy has rich experiences. I'm sure he eats at some awesome restaurants. Um, I mean, he's not depriving himself, right? But he understands things like houses and cars, um, all sorts of things like that aren't necessarily like best investments. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but you buy a new car and you drive that, drive that car off the lot and it immediately loses value. If you drove that car back on the lot, you cannot get the exact same price that you just paid for that. And I'm talking like seconds, right? So as a couple, when you guys come together, like think about your money strategy, think about how you want to handle things. Think about your foundation and your budget, how you're going to handle money fights. Think about how you're going to save money. But more than that, like really dream about what you want your life to look like, what your vision is, and then how can you come together as a couple and create like an awesome strategy to get there? All right. Again, I could go on forever and ever about couple strategies. I hope this helped you guys. If you have any questions, you want to dive deeper into any of these topics, please feel free to send me an email or follow me on Twitter at Shauna Game.